So you saw the title of this podcast and you clicked on it. And I'm pretty sure you thought to yourself, I wonder what kind of freaky, disgusting, nasty, kinky shit I could possibly learn today. And you know what? You are absolutely correct. But this podcast isn't just about sex. It's about things that I think are sexy. And who am I? Well, I'm your gracious host, Be The Only Letter. And we're going to talk about a variety of topics on this podcast, like uh, politics, religion, sex, and smegma. Yeah, we're going to talk about dick cheese. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. And remember, you're sexy. It fits you a hell of a lot better than it fits me. Thanks. So we're good, and we're live. Let's All right. Go. So, welcome to another episode of That Sexy with your host, me, V, the only letter, and I have my good, close friends with me joining on this podcast. So with every episode that I'm going to have, there's always going to be a guest here. Uh, some guests are friends. Some guests could be, uh, I don't know, celebrities, if I ever meet them. <laughs> some guests could be um, professionals in different uh, different areas of life that can give you some insight and knowledge. But today, I have one of my best friends in here. Uh, his, he goes by the name Gemini. He is a songwriter for in Unison Music Group. Uh, Gemini, introduce yourself. Hello, good evening, y'all. Uh, matter of fact, I guess it's for this evening that we're right now talking, but yeah. How y'all doing out there? Yeah, he's bougie as hell, so don't mind. Wow, the shade is thrown already, and I just stepped up. He's bougie, so don't mind. The shade is thrown. No, 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 no. He's bougie as hell. He's bougie as hell. Take me back to the days of Tank. Like yo, shots fired. I can't deal with you. Tank. Tank was a great artist. Tank was a good. Tank is still a good artist. I think he is. It's just that you know what it is. I believe it's a thing where not enough people. Or trying to still give him credit because of the fact of what he's trying to do, just to try and switch it up a little bit. I mean, I understand that normal fans are used to his earlier work, and mm. it's a thing where I can't even front. It's not even that you don't want to stay in your lane. It's a thing of where you're just trying to show, like, yo, this is not the only part of music that I do. I could do other things as well. Yeah, I, but I think what ends up happening is where artists. Um, especially from his generation and further on the sad part about it is they they um when they try to go with the times it, you, you ever seen an old person in the club of course yeah that motherfucker looks awkward as shit it does yeah it does. so so it, you look like the old guy in the club and everybody knows that's not the scene anymore that's not your scene you know mm-hmm. what i mean you were back in um you know when Aaliyah was around uh missy elliott was on top um carl thomas was the guy you know what I mean? Th- that was your generation. Right. So I see, like, I think when older artists, especially in the R&B realm, they could be very unforgiving when they when they kind of come out with a new project. Like, Brian McKnight had came out with something, I think you remember, about maybe four or five years ago. Right. And this dude was talking about, he was singing a song about eating ass, and it was just like, Brian, like, what's it? Yeah, how you put, there we go. So it's just like, Brian, like, where, how did we get here? You know what I mean? Like, like, dude, you were singing, I mean, you were singing the most passionate I'm sorry, I want to be with you type of songs. And now we're talking about how did you... Like, what are you, a fucking like, gynecologist? Like, how are you... <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, how are we, how do we get here? No, because, okay, let's be honest about a few things. Right. People, I feel like... And this is something that I feel is included even with artists at times. We get into this habit where we become unrealistic as in terms of life. What I feel... It's like, you're, yes, there are certain ways to approach a song. And as in terms of what you're trying to say with the thought process included. But it's a thing where it's like, with half the shit that people get away with nowadays. Right. If someone really wanted to just be real and say, yo, 
let me see how your pussy works. Like, I can only imagine, as much as you could talk shit about Brian McKnight. Right. Granted, he's like maybe four in his 50s right now. Yeah. Old boy's 50. Right. Trust me, I lost track. There's too, there's too <laughs> many people out here. Anyways, um, it's a thing of where, imagine if a 25-year-old dude, 30-year-old dude came out with the song. How you pussy work? Yeah. Yeah, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be so bad. But I would expect somebody 21 years old to want to be a gynecologist and start asking questions like, how did you, like, is this, you know what I mean? Is this a clitoris? Oh, I read about this like, in my health class, like, last year. You know what I mean? Like, that's how you, right. But it's like, dude, you're 50. If you don't know how it works at this point in time, we should pack the shit up and go home. Actually, because not this, I mean, not to cut you off. 50-year-old men don't know how, to, how a pussy works? Yeah, actually, or I think they do exist. Pack it up. That's sad, but bro, I think you gotta. You, it's it's called it's called euthanasia. <laughs> you all gotta go. All of you gotta go. <laughs> we gotta get rid of all Yo. you motherfuckers. You guys gotta go. Can't stay here. I will say this though: if you also look at it from the perception, especially if you get to get around, especially when you see some of these clubs, right? Mm. Now, have you ever been to the, some of the Haitian clubs in New York City? Yes, just alone. Haitian clubs. I've been to a couple of Haitian parties. They usually start at like 12 and they end at 7 a.m., which I cannot fucking understand for the life of me. That's because they party. You yeah. Gotta... And it's and it's it's like the alcohol level in there is like, yeah, my liver is about to jump out of my body. <laughs> like, this is a little bit too much. But no, I haven't. I haven't partied. I haven't went to a hate. Have I? Have we? We have. We have? Yeah. Do I remember them? Probably not. Probably yeah. not. It was a lot of liquor. <laughs> yeah. Okay. There was always a lot of liquor. There was always there. a lot of liquor. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, definitely. But matter of fact, um, yeah, we've definitely been to a few. Matter of fact, um, wow, if there was one, I could definitely tell you to remember. If you remember the white party that he had, matter of fact, a friend of ours had. Um, I'm, oh, boy. Oh, boy. Now- he basically had- is this the one in the hotel where we were this was in Astoria like we was in Astoria and we was driving around for 30 minutes trying to look for parking no 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 no. I'm talking about the endeavor where it was at old boy's house oh right. say less it was an all white party and at that party literally I don't know I, I lost track of people and I remember I was given a, this is like a few years back. So this is when like, you know, hypnotic, Henny, granted, Incredible Hulk is still, you know, a prominent thing. Oh, but Incredible Hulk was popping around yeah, that time. Yeah, around that time it was more popping. Like everybody asked for it. But this is when I was actually given some Baba Cool. Oh. That people in the Haitian community know what I'm talking about. That's that, dang, that, that shit is dangerous. Mixed it with hypnotic and it was a darker green when I got it. Lo and behold, after three of those, literally, it wasn't even 3 a.m. yet, and I was knocked out on the couch. Lush <laughs> life. That's, that, that says something. <laughs> oh, my God. You said 3 a.m., and you knocked out. Cold. Like you took a hit from Mike Tyson or something. <laughs> you just knocked the fuck out. I think we've all been there. Yeah. I think we've all been there. But, um, oh, so with every episode that we do, we have to give a shout out to the alcohol of the episode. Well, not necessarily. So we always have a drink for the episode. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's alcoholic, uh, an alcoholic beverage. Um, uh, if I'm going to have like health conscious people in here, I would love for them to bring smoothies or right. we could have certain teas. It all depends. So this episode is dedicated to Maker's Mark. Good drink. Good drink. Very first episode, me and, uh, me and Johnny, we did. We had Maker's Mark. It was the first episode, so I was like, it's it's only right. <laughs> it was only right that we did the Maker's Mark. But today, we're going to do Maker's Mark again. Okay. Um, so, for the topic of this podcast, mm-hmm. uh, we're going to talk about something interesting. I think we're, we're both males, and I think we go through this. Last I checked. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think you checked this morning. I think every, every man checks this morning. Like, yeah. oh, am I good? Am I straight? All right, we're good. All right, it's not burning. All right, so we lit. Matter of fact, yo, I just got to make sure, like, yo, okay, I'm good. No no pains there. No, I'm good. All right, we're good. Gucci. So, why? What makes a man leave a relationship? <sighs> I want you to think about that. Like, what? 
what would make a man leave a relationship? Various answers come to mind. <laughs> what would make you leave a relationship? And and, and and you don't have to, of course, not say the person, but it, think about past relationships and like that you had to walk away from. What made you leave? Whew. That's a, that's a twofold question. So let's answer the first one. Why do you think most men leave a relationship? Yeah. Okay. So I'll start there. I think most men leave a relationship when they feel like it's useless because remember i hate to say this but even today you still have men who are in long-lived relationships even though they cheat like shit that's a fact but they still go home because there's something about the person that makes them want to go there if i I agree to that i agree to that there's some points of that i agree so if a person is at if you you gotta think about it if let me take it back a little bit you remember the movie Harlem Nights yeah 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 definitely cause literally it's still a funny as shit movie yeah. shout out to Eddie Murphy on that yeah, so it's a real good funny ass movie right and it, was, it had an all star cast on it too yes it Richard did. Pryor was in there people sleep on that movie still sometimes was it was was Charlie Murphy in that movie uh yes he actually was get the fuck out of had here had a fade and all I remember that <laughs> god damn but, um, wow good you know, movie what's so crazy is that if you segue to the topic mm. if you relate to the movie there's a scene in the movie where dude literally when he got hooked up with yellow sunshine i think that was her name that was the light-skinned june that was lila rashawn when she played that role right so we're gonna talk about her situation too y- yes definitely we need to talk about that as well um when dude got so hooked up with her granted even though he had a wife kids running numbers all that once he got hooked up with her he was just like yo I'm so blown away that this chick is everything I want. He literally boldly called up his wife and said, listen, I ain't coming back home. Take it easy. Have a good life. Click. That tells you something right there when a man is ready to be that bold. Yeah, that... But what... What would make... Like, what are the... What are the steps that happen for a guy to get that bold? I mean, like, I think here's the thing about it. And this is the reason why I guess we're we're talking about it. Social media is 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 pretty much a crapshoot about like what people think, right? Right. I don't think it's an accurate representation of about how people feel, but I think if you kind of want to get a, I guess a, a sense of the temperature in the room. Most men don't leave relationships; they get left. Most women end relationships. Correct. That is correct okay. as well. That's, but I mean, that's what we're seeing. I don't know the the exact numbers. I don't think we can ever get any type of numbers, and we're not going to apply any type of pseudoscience here. But most men, I've noticed, get left. Right? Men are dogs. Men cheat. Men are disgusting. Excuse me. That was rough. Men, um, men are men are like. Men are these misogynistic pieces of shit who just don't get women and who just want to fuck every single thing that walks, and we have no respect for ourselves. I will say to a degree that I can understand why your perception of the world is that, because trust, there is a lot of it, as in terms of men being the ones left in the relationship. I don't, I don't see it that way. But also, if you look at it and perspective, just have a good perception, because you got to see it from all these sides, like I would tell anybody, life is like a chemistry set mm-hmm. because of the fact that, um, yes, life is like a chemistry set because there's too many variants to equate the same formula. Mm. Um, the fact is, is that you also have men who will leave relationships today and it's a thing of where specifically they will feel bored. But the question is, they don't answer their own question of why I am bored. It's a thing of self-discovery where the man has to figure out for himself what exactly is is it that he wants. And even if it's something where he likes wants two or three chicks to share this one emblem of a symbolic one chick that fits everything. Because remember, at times, even in today's times, you're not going to find a chick who has everything you want. No, you won't. So A woman won't find everything that she wants in a man either. Correct. There's too many misperceptions on that. So do you think that do you think that society has misrepresented what 
an actual relationship should look like? In a lot of ways, at times, yes. At times, don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong with wanting to have a good time, but people forget how hard it is to maintain a long-term relationship. They just like the fancy, the fanciness that they're able to show off as in terms of it being happy. But in order for it to be happy, there's a lot of shit that has to come with it where you put up with. And there are times where both on both sexes, both male and female, get misperceptions as in terms of their expectations from the relationship. <clears throat> I think I think I think there's a lot of issues. I I have to agree with you on one aspect of it. I think that And you know, we're both pro male, right? We're not anti female. Never. No. But we're very pro male. If it has anything to do with men's rights, if it has anything to do with um any inequality that men are facing, we're very much like, no, we want equal rights, we want equal this. Especially as black male. Especially as a black male. Um I think that Here's what I'll say about manhood. It lacks a lot of substance in today. Because of the representation to what, I guess... Hmm. Because you got to think about it, That's right? That's a double-edged sword right there. You, you got to think about it. What, what does... What do we define as manhood, right? You... Every guy wants this... this there's three things that I think every guy wants. Um, phenomenal sex. Correct. Mm-hmm. Happiness. Correct. And peace. Actually, not really. You, you, you don't think a, you don't <clears throat> think men want peace? Men want peace. I, you know what it is? I agree to the sentiment of men wanting peace. But it is a problem because you have a lot of kids who <clears throat> are growing up in cities, man. Let me, you, let me give you some water. Hold on, bro. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> there you go. Hold it down. Mm-hmm. I do apologize. My nah, you good. You good. You good. You good. Don't even worry about it. All right. Um, it's a thing where. When you're talking about today's young men, as in terms of what they see, what they want to emulate, you got to think about what is the influence at the same time. And I know I can't really say it with so much because I admit to some of my own flaws as well. But it is a thing of where you have <clears throat> you have characters who basically when when people perceive them, they become something more. As in terms of like, well, granted, this guy may be this, that, and the third, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, he is the one winning right now. He's winning, like he's got this, he got these bitches, he got this going on, he got money in his pocket, and it's all, it's all a show. You see, and but you know, shout out to, you know, there's a there's a YouTuber um, that I listen to, Ron Wills. Yeah, you you already know, right. I'm a big supporter of Ron Wills. Um, and he talks about a lot of like males being select and non-select, and the, the the non-select males are the males that don't quite get the natural attraction from women, right? Mm-hmm. And the select males are just very in tuned with the female nature, and they get sex exactly. very easily, mm-hmm. right? So that he says that you're not men that are select. It has nothing to do with money. It has nothing to do with status. It has nothing to do with um, what you acquire in life. It has everything to do with the inner man and how comfortable he is within his sexuality, within his right. manhood, right. and how he portrays it to the world. Right. As opposed of every other male that's like, let me get money up. Let me get this house. Let me get this car. And I can get... a. Tr- Case in point, I went to, uh, so you know the squad went to uh, to Nautical Mile right. yesterday, right? All right. So we see these uh, these uh, we see these three girls, right? One of them was, I mean, gorgeous, gorgeous girl. The other two, 
range about maybe seven point two. Okay. Uh, the the one that was gorgeous, she was about maybe like a seven point nine, like mm-hmm. borderline eight. Okay. Um. That was kind of misogynist. <laughs> listen, listen. But you know what? Women rate us too, so let's, it's all good. Exactly. Let's not act. Let's not. Let's not. Let's not be. Let's not be. Let's not bullshit it. Right. Yeah, exactly. All right. So then, fuck it. So she was hot. This okay. girl's hot, right? So these two dudes. One dude looks just like Bill De Blasio. I mean, literally, if he said he was Bill De Blasio, I would have believed it. <laughs> I would have believed he looked just like him. Yeah. The the other guy looked. Um, he didn't have a distinct look, mm-hmm. but they both wore the Hawaiian shirts. They had the boat shoes, the shorts. So he goes up to the girl, and he's, like, whispering in her ear. He's like, hey, look, you know what I mean? So these guys are Caucasian. You know, the two girls are black. One of the girls, the bad one, uh, she had to be, like, Dominican. Okay. So she's, like, she goes up to the black girl. Now, the black girl, one of the black girls, I think she was Haitian because she had asked Johnny Johnny was with us. She had asked Johnny, "It's like, yo, you Haitian?" And she was, he was like, "No, I'm Nigerian." She, she was like, "Yo, you're Nigerian? That's what's up, bro." You know, she daps him up. I guess you know Nigerians are wave right now, so she daps him up. And Johnny's like, you know, he said, "You Haitian?" She's like, "Yeah, I'm Haitian." He was like, "All right, that's what's up, man. Yo, you know, black people, we gotta stick together." So she pulls him to the side. She's like, "Look, bro, I'm trying to get my 40 acres and a mule." And I'm like, "Oh, okay." It's like that. So Bill De Blasio comes up. And Bill De Blasio's like grinding on her. They're dancing. I mean, it, if you if you look at the optics of it, it's so it's so crazy. But the dynamic is rich white guy, semi um, established black girl, right? Trying to get a come up, right? And then the forty acres in the mule line. That's a non-select guy. He, I mean, he whispered in the girl's ear. He's like, listen, you know, I got a ranch. Like, and she's like, you got a ranch? And he's like, yeah, I got a ranch. You want to come see it? And it's like, dude, you got to flash that to get ass? It'd be like that. Mind you, people, we're letting you know this is not Bill de Blasio on record. It's not Bill de Blasio. This it's not. A it's a lookalike. Okay? Like if he had a doppelganger, his doppelganger was at the Nautical Mile <laughs> at Hudson trying to get some ass. You know what I mean? Like, that's what the doppelganger was. But, like... You know what I mean? Like that's that's a that's such a non-select type of thing. Of course. And I think what struck me most about it was that if you looked at it, you'd probably think like, yo, look at this guy. This guy's like, this guy's doing his thing. You know what I mean? But it's like, is he really? You know what I mean? Like, you got to resort to like, I have a ranch to get your dick wet. I have a ranch. I have a ranch. I have friends. I have friends that I know. Um, I never really pulled this stunt. Um, for one, I don't have any, I don't have money to like flash around you like that. Two, if I did have the money to flash around you, I would I would totally not even flash it. Right. You know what I mean? But I have friends that like very affluent, and they'll pull up in their car and they're like, you know, it's my car, da, da, da. and I'm just like, dude, like, yo, you. This is what we do to get ass. What happened to game? What happened to manhood? Whatever happened to and don't get me wrong, I get the nervousness too. You know, if you wanna if you wanna approach a woman and you wanna talk, every guy gets nervous when you before you go and approach a woman. I mean the more you do it, the less nervous you get. Right. And the more comfortable you are with yourself, the more you're kind like if a girl rejects you, it's like you just blow it off and you go holler at the next one, right? But like whatever happened to that Approach step by step type of manner. No, it, that too that comes in it because there's a pragmatic form of it. Right. But whatever happened to the fucking balls? Hmm. Whatever. Right. So this is this is why it's like why do men leave a relationship? It makes me really think. Like, like whatever happened to whatever happened to the fucking balls? Whatever happened to Whatever I mean, for lack of a better phrase, whatever happened to just putting your dick on the table and just seeing where it goes? In certain cases, it's definitely necessary in order for a man to actually, I guess, identify himself more to just know exactly what he wants. Because it's like, seriously, when we see men who have to flaunt certain things, think about it. Right. You have men who have, let's talk about real facts right now. Right. 
when it comes to men in general we're talking also you know with different cultures we're talking about caucasian men black men latin men asian all that approach is different as in terms of what's their upbringing as in terms of how they relate to females i gotta i can definitely understand that now you have like men who basically who will be considered like social outcasts right growing up i can okay what they granted you would think that it would be easier for them to try to adjust because they ain't got shit to lose they usually get rejected all the time so what no what's the problem but i would debate that no no it's still debatable because of the fact that you have men who who still carry insecurities even though they don't like to admit it and then also on top of that you have the subject matter of men who it's, it's a, it, that's why I said it's like a variant system because there's all type of different men who have different reasons for why they feel they don't have to approach a female full on right example like you were saying about your Caucasian friend this hey, dopp- my boy. The, yeah, this, do- this doppelganger. The doppelganger, yeah. Right. The Bill de Blasio doppelganger. He probably is thinking from himself that at the age he's looking right now. My friend. <laughs> man, he took an insult. To- <laughs> no, 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 no. He's cool. He's cool. He's cool. He's cool. But um, he's thinking, okay, bet. As you already said, if he's Bill de Blasio's doppelganger. <laughs> how, if, especially as you just said, uh, Semi upcoming black woman, right? Yeah. Let's talk real dynamics. Now, there are young white males who I've actually known throughout the city who, like, I've chilled with, like, you know, you work with. They bag black chicks, and there's nothing to be said about it. And then on top of that, it's like, why would I even hate on him if you catch her attention? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But this older representative that we're talking about right now, he. He already knows his standpoint. And then you're not even talking about talking to someone of your own race. You're talking about someone who really doesn't have to go for you. Granted, you could try and spit game, but you're like, okay, I already see where you're about. I already see what you're doing. Let me just cut to the chase so that way I can make it easier for myself. Because I I do not feel like dragging this out right now. I get that. I think when... I think when it comes to game, um, from the male point of view, it's like um, it's kind of like gambling. You gotta you gotta know when to fold it. You gotta know when to hold them, and you gotta, you gotta know when to hold them. You gotta know when to fold them, and you you kind of. But see that again, it goes back to the point of what happened to actual understanding of social dynamics whenever you interact with women, and I think I think what. Here's ultimately why I think the reason why men, why men leave. They never found what they were looking for. And by the time that they found it, they were caught up in some shit that they didn't want to be a part of. Because they allowed things to just happen. Agreeable. Right. You never got the balls to say, fuck that. I want that. Okay. Cool. Let's say the girl that you want curved you, right? Mm-hmm. Not her type, right? Let's say you're chunky as hell. And we do understand that weight definitely plays a factor into the attraction of women. Granted, of women can come out here and say all that bullshit about like, you know, it's not about how he looks. It's about how he treat me. You're a fucking liar. Yeah. How, you, how he looks matters. Yes. I, I, and I, I applaud the women that are more honest about how he looks matters. So let's say, right? You were chunky as fuck. That should be a hashtag. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> how he looks matters, hashtag. And how she looks matters, How too. she looks Straight matters, up. too. How she looks matters plays a different... It plays a significant role. So, let's say, for instance, um, let's say you approach this woman and your game wasn't right. Mm-hmm. But aside the game. Right. Clothes wasn't right. The look wasn't there. You don't seem polished. Um, and she curves you. Right. There's two roads you can take. Mm-hmm. Right? You can take the road of, I got rejected, all women ain't shit, all bitches ain't shit, I hate women, 
and this is where you get like the incels and this is where you get like um the black pill men that's just like fuck all women they're all you know what i mean and granted i don't want to put i i don't want to put a negative connotation on on those communities because they have their own reasons but this is where in its inception this is where it stems from but then you can also take a red pill approach to it right okay why did she reject me right i'm not the most attractive looking guy there's not much I can do about the face. Right. All right. But what do the guys who are successful with women do? Let's watch this. All right. Well, this guy's a scumbag. That guy. Okay. This guy's a little bit more genuine about his shit. How does he look? He's dressed really nicely. He's more polished about his look. He he works out a lot. He has a good sense of character about himself. Maybe I should do that. Nobody wants to put in the work to attract what you want. You, you, they don't. No, no. This, okay. Let me stop you there. Because mm. I definitely do agree to a certain degree or a certain extent as a terms of, yes, there are men who are lazy enough not to try and put in that work. Definitely. There's something to be said about it and I can't sit here and disagree. Okay. If a woman sees a man who... Granted, regardlessly if she, if he is attractive or not, if he doesn't look like he has his shit together or even knows what the fuck he wants, definitely. She's she's curving. She's out. She's curving. She's out. She's going to figure out a better plan. But I will say something for the men who actually do take that time to put into themselves. And what's so crazy is because the man who wants to build himself up, right? And... On the low-key side of it, where he's actually doing the certain things that are required, where, granted, he may not be the man in the suit, where he's that polished, but he's actually keeping his look together. Definitely. He's trying to do something with himself. You actually see what he's doing. Mm-hmm. It's not something that is just shit talked about. Mm-hmm. With that <clears throat> being said, it's a thing where I feel like, and, and trust me, it's just something that's with the way life is. There are times where women, I think, in the same way as men too, Mm -hmm. will not notice or basically look still look down upon that rose in the concrete that actually managed to go grow through the concrete. But see, here's the thing about the rose in the concrete analogy. Mm -hmm. That rose gotta grow through rubble that is hard and has grit. Mm Mm-hmm. You need that hard work and that grit to have some type of Teflon on you. Right. You're going to get rejected. Because ultimately she has her own agenda. Of course. Right? Cool. So we know this. You're going to get curved. But it's the thrill of getting curved and getting something else that keeps you going. It's the hunt. It's the fight in you. Right. I think men have lost the desire for the hunt. It's, you know what? Let me build on that topic. I, I actually like that we're having this banter right now. Yeah. Let me build on that. I, they, I, think, I think men have lost the desire for the hunt. You know why we lost the desire for the hunt? Because it's easy now? That's just one of the answers to it. One of the reasons why we have lost, I think men have lost the will for the hunt as in terms of that devotion to it. Mm-hmm. I feel it's expired in certain ways because of, and this is something men have to talk about. We have to talk to each other about this, even though, granted, we may not want to admit it. It's a thing that someone told me one time. It's about your expectations. Okay, go further. Okay. Truth be told, when you see a female and you approach her, if you have these upper built expectations of this woman, of all these things that she could be, yet you have not even fully approached her, you haven't fully gotten to know her, or you've seen as a little bit of her whole intel, right? Mm. You're basically setting yourself up to this point of where you're 
not being realistic with your approach. I can understand that. Because, okay, let's talk about something real. There are times men will see, and, and, and let's just be real. There are times when men will feel non, feel like they shouldn't be guilty of it, even though they have to really take a good look at themselves. When you see a female that you're saying, okay, hey, this is more my type of woman. Mm-hmm. She has this, that, and the third. That's mm-hmm. actually doing something for me right now. Mm-hmm. The question then becomes, okay, well, if you do like all these things, what's to stop you, right? Okay. What would stop a man from his approach or feel less engaged is if he approaches this said woman, and it may be wrong timing, it may be a lot of other things, but one of the things that I tend to notice is that Whatever this man's expectations are when he approaches this woman, as in terms of the response he should get, basically fails him because of the fact that he feels the response should be different instead of just letting it be organic. Yeah, but that's the name of the game. Right, but there, <clears throat> there are some, there's a lot of men who make this floor, and what makes it even worse is that when you make the floor and you don't recognize it or not try to be self-aware of it, because we as men, we can make the mistake, but you have to be self-aware that you're putting your expectations on this woman and you have no idea who this woman fully is. Yeah, but okay. So so then here's the advice that I would say. Mm-hmm. And this is very hard to do. Mm-hmm. I struggle with it. Um, and we're not even talking about women. Mm-hmm. I just struggle with it in general. Remove the expectation. Go in there with the attitude that she's going to say no. Go. She's going to say no. Go. The minute you realize... There's a theory... Oh, my God. There was an interesting uh, philosopher in the the 50s. He had a lecture. And the lecture was about, can I change? Mm -hmm. Okay? Basically, his point is you can't fucking change. You're fucked up. You're going to die fucked up. You were born fucked up. You're fucked. Go live your life. You know what's so funny? It relates to so many other things of life because when you think about it, I'm pretty sure you heard this prayer as much as anybody else across the world has. It's called the serenity, the serenity's prayer. I'm not pronouncing it wrong. Mm. Um, Serenity prayer. I like how you said that even slower. <laughs> <laughs> I had to make Seren- sure I enunciate Seren- my words. Serenity prayer. Okay. Serenity prayer. Because okay. I know how I can speak fast, so I got to make sure I'm clear. I oh, I know everything. someone who speaks double time. Oh, wow. And this motherfucker knows exactly what he's saying. And every time he's like, he's like yo, bro, you listening slow. I'm like, no, motherfucker, slow down. Because yeah. <laughs> you look like you had an Adderall and you... Sh- you know who talks like that? Who? Will. Wow. Will talks like that. Fast as fuck. It's like a, he's like a motorboat. Anyway, pause. Anyway. <laughs> but it's all good, man. No, because it's a thing where you just want people to catch up and just be able to follow you. Right. But no. When it comes to this whole expectation thing, let's stick on this topic for a second real quick because it relates to why men don't commit. Okay. Okay. The fact is, is that when men will actually see a woman, granted, it varies. Remember, you have men who will sit back, be able to analyze a woman, be able to see everything. And again, goes in with no expectations. And of course, if he has no expectations, then that means he knows regardless. Whatever she says to me, it's not going to be a loss on my side. I Like literally. I don't give a fuck. Really? Matter of fact, thank you. You just said it yourself. I, I don't, don't give, give a, a fuck. fuck. And we're coming with that attitude basically shows... You like, get laid twice as much. It shows that basically, okay, I really don't have to give a fuck. I really got my own thing going. But I figured, hey, why not get with you? Shoot the fuck. And that... But see, that's the thing. I think men need to lose... Here's... Look. Not to cut you off. Go ahead. Who cares? Here's what I'm also trying to hit this point home to regardlessly you have men who have this theory this 
ideology, this image of themselves, where you have some men who feel like, okay, whatever response it may have been, this may not have been the response I was ready for or expected. So how they actually adapt to the scenario, it sh that shows how you are able to improv right there on the spot. Niggas who could get laid know how to improv. They know how to adapt to their surroundings. You have certain men who don't get laid, basically are like sitting ducks in a pond where it's like number hunting. That's wow, that's a great fucking analogy. I can't even deny that. That's a pretty good fucking analogy, man. Because straight up, you have... Holy shit, that's like spot on. No, straight up, because you have men who will basically just be sitting ducks and will sit there and, of course... Let the woman pass by, and of course, I can admit that I've been guilty of this myself. At times. We all have. Right, but it's a thing to be self-aware self aware to the point where you know, like, okay, if you know there, you see this one chick who actually does symbolize something that, yo, okay, I'm going to jump out the window for this one. It is what it is. I think you got to jump out the window for all of them. That's, see, now, that's the problem we have to talk about. It's the fact that Every single woman expects the man to jump out the window, yet you're not giving me a reason to. And then on top of that, on I'm not saying every woman. Cause uh -huh. that's too no, 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 no. I know where you're going. I know where you're going. But there's women who will ask you to jump out the window, no parachute, nothing to save you in case of any shit that happens. That means they're not looking out for you. They're looking out for their own agenda. And at the end of the day, don't get me wrong. Mm. It's up to the man to be self-aware, to be acknowledging of the fact that this is what this woman's about. Mm -hmm. If this is your steez, cool, by all means, do you. But that don't mean I got to be a part of the shits if I don't want to be. Yeah, I can understand that. And I, I, I totally get that. I totally get that. But then again, that's on the male. If he's willing to. If he's willing to go, if he's willing to go for that. Right. I think he, here's the thing about that. Mm hmm. I think that game is very necessary. Of course. I think that learning sexual dynamics and learning how to be, learning how to harness what makes you sexy is important for a man. I think that's more important than learning a sense of financial like literacy. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to, and it sounds very asinine for me to say that, right? That shit sounds stupid as fuck. Here's why. If I know how to garnish sex appeal, I'll always have people to do whatever the fuck I want them to do. And that's the very bad way of looking at it. No, that's just being charismatic. But it's a very honest fact. Okay. If I know I have sex appeal. And if I know that people will do things for me and you can harness that, there's a there's a road. That's what I'm saying. There's a road. Is financial literacy important? Of course that's important. Right. Everybody needs that. But learning oneself and learning how to exemplify your sexual being as a man is very fucking important oh, it is but here's the problem because the fact is is that you have men who don't even know how to figure that shit out they don't know where to start and as much as you just as we were talking about a subject earlier about just the same way as females you know reaching out to seek help for certain things men have to reach out there as well think about it we still live in a time where men still i mean granted don't get me wrong i'm not saying i'm looking forward to it but at the end of the day when I know I do get into my older my older age, such as my 40s and 50s, it's going to come with the, the territory. I know I'm a meat eater. You know, I like steak. I like hamburgers, shit like that. So it is what it is. You're going to have to get ready for that colonoscopy. <laughs> I, I, yo, yo, I'm just keeping it 100. Let's keep it 100. Let's talk about it because I'm not saying I want to, but it's something that you have to get ready for. Truth or not? I'll I tell you what. I'll tell you one thing. You should do pegging. Pegging get you prepared for it. Kiss my ass. <laughs> Anyways, no. Um, well, I am just saying as in terms of health standards, you know what I'm saying? You're going to have to try to actually get ready for that. 
And the whole thing about this, I mean, we don't went way off the subject. That's here, all right, though. Yeah, that pagan line fucked your ass up. Because I was like, nigga, what, why would you introduce that? I, oh, I'm not even man. thinking that. You know what, bro? Pegging is a very... Peri, pegging is a very... I still don't understand why men choose that, but that's... Well, your G-spot's there, bro. Huh? Your G-spot's there. Certain, certain things are not meant for men to nah, know. Man. Gotta let that thing... That's why prostate cancer's high. Because they don't... They, you, don't get your, you don't get your fucking butt fucked with. Prostate, can, I'm, prostate cancer is serious. It very is because you're not you're not releasing that you're not re- and the the fact that I'm making a pointing motion is it's not helping right it doesn't now. help but you gotta release that thing okay listen to the women that are out there that are possibly listening play with your man's butt I'm telling no to all the men I'm going to say this right now play if she lady, tries that play if she even tries I ass. I implore you play you get it. the fuck up and play. you walk out that listen. place right now do play. not listen to him right now play with his ass no. he's no. trust me the first time no. the first time no. he, there's a 50% chance no. he might hit you but it's worth it cuz he's going to you're going to he's going to like that it. It's 90%. <laughs> he's going to like it. I'm telling you, play with his he's ass. Gonna look at you funny sideways play and be with like, his ass, man. "Bitch, what the fuck are no, you doing?" He, no, he, play with his ass. Play with his ass. Once you when you're topping him off, just put your tongue right in there and I'm telling you, he's not going to stop you. He's he's I not going to stop. You know how many All right, low key. Do you know how many dudes I know? I'm not going to say who cuz I I would not put that out there. Mm. You know low key, you know how many guys I know? That when the topic come up, because you know how I am, right? Shit don't bother me too much, right? Obviously, N- not, very little bothers me, right? <clears throat> um, oh boy, you know, I we were talking, mm-hmm. okay, and we were talking about tossing salad, right? All right, and so we were, you know, boy was jabbing, and we just sitting there talking about it and shit like that. Next thing you know, I come out and I was like. Dude, like, you ever had your salad toss? And he was like, he looked at me, and I was like, I guess he was waiting for my response. I was like, I've had that shit done many a times. And I was like, it's great. Like, I was like, I remember one time, one time I was, like, I was in the threesome, and like, I was getting head. And I got my salad toss at the same time. And if I could have died right there, I would have been very happy with that. It is, I don't, I don't pay for ultimately you pay for sex right yeah. everybody pays for sex you, you I in mean you take you, in your own way I mean if you take it around on dates and you guys are spending time There's together money coming out your that's pocket. money coming out your pocket <laughs> so everybody pays for pussy right and, and and women pay for dick right so everybody pays for it if I'm going to pay for sex like I'm I'm gonna spend my money mm-hmm. I'm paying for that don't give me one broad give me two and I want that and I don't want anything else, but I want to go straight to the main. I don't want an appetizer. I don't want a glass of wine. I don't even want the cup of water. Just put the steak on the plate <laughs> with my spinach, my asparagus, and I want two shots of whiskey. <laughs> and I'm just going to scoff all of that down at one time. If I'm going to pay for pussy, I'm paying for that and that. It. that's it. I'm curious. Hold up, because we didn't segue just away from this. This is good. Segueing is fine. What, what is if this? We're talking story? about if we're talking about getting your salad toast. I'm, I'm where, comfortable. With where that. did this story lead to? I'm curious. From this so he comes down. He's like, <clears throat> "Yo," he just starts spilling it, and I'm like, "I knew it. I knew it. I knew it." Men like getting their salad toast. I knew it. He starts spilling it. And that's not the only one. Several men I know spill it. And, and, and when they say it, it's really weird. What fucks me up is the places of where they say it. See, if we're, if we're chilling and we're talking mm-hmm. or whatever, or we're at a bar and there's nobody there and we're talking on the lawn, we're joking, right. that's a good place to say it. In the locker room with other men, it's not the no. most comfortable place to tell me that you like getting your salad tossed by other women. Granted, it's by other women, so, I mean, you know, I'm assuming other men are not going to feel a way, but, like... Tell you telling me that like um, yo I, I, I like getting my salad toss, like no. No, 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 no. We're in the locker room. We're in the locker room. We're in the locker room. 
You just changed your clothes. But then you know, you know, it's crazy. I hate to say this, but it's also again. This is why I call life a damn chemistry set because you have men who have those type of experiences where they feel like they can share their feelings in the locker room of that nature, and it goes a little bit far. Where you're like, <laughs> where you're like, oh, I wasn't ready for this. Uh, your pineapples, Kevin Hart, all day, pineapples. Yo, time out. Whoa, 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 slow he says it goes a little bit far. Yeah. Like, no, but it's like, um, no, like it, Reggie's coming. Oh wow, okay, but no, so um. So I guess we'll, we'll try to, because I mean, no, we're still talking. I mean, yeah, we're, 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 I mean, before he gets here, I guess we'll try to wrap it up a little bit. Sure, no problem. Um, but I, I think, um, but not to not to go far. But let's let's take the topic home for a quick. Yeah, second. Let's talk, so so the reason why men leave, um, again, I think the reason why men leave is because it, it, okay, they're not happy because they never found themselves. No, but this is the thing about it, as you just said, right? To build on that. What I was saying earlier as in terms of men and their own expectations, and this happens as women, with women too, where they have expectations that they put on the other sex. And because of that, it becomes a thing where the perceptions are always remaining different as much as people try to compromise. And what makes it even worse is when you don't feel you can't talk about it because it should be talked about. Oh, are you, I, Okay, I think perceptions is, is worth noting i think the perception are we talking about the aspect of like um what i perceive this woman to be and then when i approach this woman i'm expecting x when it's really y and now that it's y i i'm not happy with it exactly I, yeah I, yeah yeah but it goes even further because yeah i think that's a slice of the pie no no it goes even further it goes even further because okay for instance right as you just said you see this woman as x she turns out to be y you like okay i'm not fucking with it what causes men not to commit is because, let's say for instance, right? You can see this woman as X. And she turns out to be X. But the thing about it is that she's having a little trouble maintaining that image. Because of the fact that she because she wants to actually... Per- it's not even that she doesn't see herself as that. That's a deep. But she knows that it comes with a lot of requirements. As you were saying earlier with that rules in the concrete, for what I was saying earlier. Mm. You have to have a lot of dirt, grit, a lot of hard work that comes with it. Not to say there aren't people trying to put in that work, but there's times where because of life, so much other shit, there's so much things that they let intervene where, okay, things happen, okay? It's going to hold you back a little bit. Okay, I but get But the that. question is, how long are you going to keep up excuses after, you know, it happens? Granted, there's nothing wrong with... You know, trying to take a little bit more time to try and get your shit together, but the excuses, if they keep running and people keep hearing them, people are going to get tired of hearing them. Yeah, no, um, that one touched. That one, I, I get that one. That touched. I, but see, <clears throat> I think another point of the reason why I think men, the reason why men leave, is ultimately. The joy, I don't think men have joy in their heart. I think society has took the joy out of what being a man is. And I think there's multiple facets of what manhood is. And I think there, those, okay, so we have these multiple facets of what we ideally think manhood is, right? right. So, okay, let, let's, let's do a, um, Stereotypical malehood. We're drinking Maker's Mark. We're right. talking shit. Uh, we have these glasses that we drink out of Maker's Mark. Um, smoking cigar. Like, shit like that, right. right? I think that the problem with masculinity is that there's no gatekeepers to say what masculinity is. But the problem with that is if there is a gatekeeper, what's to say that that's not what that person believes as masculinity is a sense of what real masculinity is. Exactly. You're kicking more people out of the party than you're letting back in. But when you let everybody into the party, they don't know what type of party it is. Right. Because let me, let me build with that with you on that. Because you have 
I feel there are certain gatekeepers. It's just the fact they're being ignored because, as you just said, there are people who are seeing in this mass majority that, okay, well, this guy is not really jiving exactly with what I feel is masculinity. Correct. So right now I'm going to go do my own thing and do what works for me. Right. Now, again, this still relates to the topic of expectations because expectations are the main thing that lets the person down. But then at the question, the question becomes at the end of the day, okay, who built up these expectations? Did this other person build them up for you or did you build them up yourself in your own head? Well, ultimately, I think you... I, ultimately, I think you take expectations from other people. I think by the time you get to your 30s, you kind of figure out, like, all that I've learned is bullshit, and I'm finally learning what I want to do now. Right. I think, I think. see, the, the most important time of your life, a lot of people say, like, your 20s is the most important time. The 20s is, is a time where, like, you don't know what the fuck you want. Like, by the time you turn 28, you, I know people that are 28, they still feel like... I'm 21. When you turn 30 and you're a male, I think that is a time where it's like, I'm pretty sure this is where you see high rates of divorce, high rates of infidelity, high rates of sexual exploration is because at this point in time, what society has told you that you were supposed to be you're literally sticking up your middle finger and you're coming into your manhood at that point in time. The fear of it is gone. You're not, you're not afraid anymore because you internally, you know, Oh, my biological clock is ticking too. Granted, it's not about me having a, having a kid. I could just die at any fucking moment. What the fuck am I afraid of? So I think I think that there are many reasons why men leave out of the relationship. I think ultimately the joy that they once had when they were children is gone. I think society has placed an insurmountable amount of pressure for men to be men, mm-hmm. quote unquote, right? Mm-hmm. And I think today's man doesn't want to follow those rules. They just want to get laid and be fucking happy. Right. And so if it's if it's about me getting pussy and so I got to like level up, I'm leveling up. Right. Right. I think to your point that there are too many speculations about what other individuals are and they have that fear of like, if you don't meet this, then I just I just kind of put myself out there and I don't want to feel vulnerable. But you got to face that. You gotta, you gotta, you ha- you gotta face it, and it's uncomfortable as fuck. But you know what's crazy? <clears throat> because you're talking about subject of change, and there are people who are just not used to that. And you gotta like change. Change happens. Change happens whether you want it to. I'm starting to learn about myself as a personality type, and if you if you haven't done it, I would suggest that you do it. Um, it's called uh, it's called an um. You take a personality test. Mm-hmm. So you learn, like, you know, what type of personality you are. They have it, like, it's, like, mine's is ENFP. I'm not well-versed in it. So, oh, so you've been studying that. Oh, yeah. Oh, you oh, you did that? Yeah, I've been doing that Oh, myself. Did, did you take yours? I took mine's. Um, what are you? I got, matter of fact, that's sad as shit. I actually wrote it down the other day. But I was actually doing research on it. Um, I was either an INTJ or F. I got, I, I think it was either. Oh, you're an INTJ or F? We're great friends because of that. Because I'm an ENFP, mm-hmm. and there's there's certain qualities that you see in me that you're like, I fucking love that. And there are qualities that I see in you where I'm just like, I wish I could just be focused like that. Because you get shit done. Right. Um. So I I took the personality test, and I mean I I turned out to be an ENFP, and it says that I like change. Right. And I have a very funny thing about change. I like change when I control the change. When the change happens to me, and I don't, I, I don't necessarily agree with it. It kind of like that's like, oh, right? I don't do this. Shit. But 
I ultimately learn to like the change. Other people may not like change. Right. So, if we're talking about a process of change, I think all men need to have that process of change. I think all men, I think men are a, once you realize that you're an evolutionary process, even up into your late 80s, like life doesn't stop for you. It never stops. Only time it stops is when you stop. Right. So, I think when what ends up happening is the stigmatism about manhood is like by the time that you hit 35, it's like, all right, it's time for me to settle down, find a woman to be with. She's going to be with me until I fucking die. I'm going to have these kids. I'm going to work a job. I'm going to come home. I'm going to drink a beer. I'm going to watch a football game. And I think men need to just say, fuck that. If that's not what the fuck you want to do, bro, don't fucking do that. If you're afraid of change, don't be. You may not like it, but embrace the shit. Right. That's something that it takes. It, it differs because you have certain people who actually see it and realize from influences that they need to make this step. You have others who see it and basically it becomes a thing where you think psychologically. It also becomes, as you just said from earlier, as in terms of how men have dealt with this post societal depression that they're not really going through the stages properly dealing with it because it is like a death in your own life where you're just looking at it Fuck. where you're just looking at a part of you that dies and it's like you're not dealing with it as in terms of do the proper steps like you no know, like through anger depression you know reasoning all those things until you get to acceptance and then you move forward from there that's yeah, but you gotta die to be born again. Some people are not ready to take that leap yet. Yeah, you. But yeah, you. You want to go to heaven, but that itty bitty part of you don't want to die. That was, that was a that was a slum village line. You, but you gotta you gotta you gotta go through that metal. You gotta go. You have to go. You can't. You can't. You know. And I say it. I. This is therapeutic for me, because we all go through that metal metal uh, metal. Uh, metamorphosis of a personality of of characteristics of your core values we all go through it but you gotta you gotta go you can't you can't stay there I had a very close friend of mine um was going through um some issues not to not to divert from like the manhood topic and why men might leave but they were talking about depression. And depression is a very serious thing. Uh, um, depression is serious uh, chemical imbalances. and But I know that there's like different types of depression and shit like that. And I remember, I remember she was telling me that she was feeling depressed about like a lot of things in life. Like she didn't have the guy that she wanted. She didn't have the career that she wanted. She felt like she was just wasting time on earth and shit like that. And it was just like, I was telling her, I was like, but you haven't, you haven't killed that part of you to go get more. You just hold on to it. What are you holding on to? Where are you growing? What is coming from this? What are you getting from this? You're not getting anything from it. You're not growing from it. You're not learning from it. Nothing is happening. You're not moving forward with your life. You got to learn how to move forward. Pick that shit up and push the fuck on. You got to get ready to sacrifice and move on. Oh, my fault. I, I had to really look it up. I'm an INTP, by the way. <laughs> You're an INTP? Yeah. What does it say about the INTP? They use more extra, um, extroverted intuition as opposed to INFJs who use more introverted intuition. INFP. Interesting. We're going to look that up. Yeah. Yeah. This is good. This is good. Um, so that's the show. Tell the people where they can find you on social media. Oh, definitely. Um, you can look me up on definitely more future websites that are coming up. Um, definitely you could check the SoundCloud for In Unison Music. That's N U N I S O N M U S I C. Um, you could also check YouTube. You will also see future things coming out in the future called Only One Gemini. 
that will be the production company that will also be on YouTube, SoundCloud, and also on other social media websites. So perfect, definitely. Uh, Thank you. Give them your uh, what's your Instagram name? Oh, on Instagram, um, Gemini One Twelve. That's J E M I N I One Twelve. Gem man, thanks a lot, bro. You already know. All right, my man. Listen, that's sexy podcast. Uh, I'm your host, V D Only Letter. Uh, you guys can catch me on um, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, VD Only Letter. Um, we're going to start to have merchandise soon. I'm broke as shit right now, so I cannot get it. But when I do get it, you guys will get it. Um, listen, stay sexy, stay classy, stay beautiful. Talk to you guys soon. Thank you so much for listening to the All That Sexy podcast again. I think I said it. I'm pretty sure I said it. Well, it doesn't matter. You guys love me anyway. You can find me on all social media platforms at V-T-H-E-O-N-L-Y-L-E-T-T-E-R on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You already know all that shit. You can also follow the podcast on the same social media platforms and tune in every Tuesday for new episodes, new insight, new intellect, and of course, new debauchery on SoundCloud. Links will be posted to all respective platforms. I love you all from the middle of my heart, like right at the left atrium, like in that middle area. That's where my love is. Please like, share, and subscribe. And remember, stay sexy. You don't want to waste one. Girl, you know you got the remedy. And baby, you and I make synergy. And I can see it in your eyes, ooh, shorty, I can see it in your eyes.